Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Stevens Week, your weekly update on marketing and technology. There's a lot to talk about this week. I'm going to talk about how doctors are getting burned out by remote healthcare. I'm going to talk about the facts and figures about e-commerce. I'm going to talk about how uh, newspapers are in a complete transformation and much, much more. Stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Two thousand twenty was a great year for digital newspapers. Um, they grew with thirty six percent. The subscriptions grew with thirty six percent, and now the annual revenue of digital newspaper subscriptions is more than one billion U.S. dollars. That's for the first time that they exceed that magical number. Um, and and for some newspapers, it's even more impressive. If you look to the New York Times, like in twenty twenty, for the first time, they made more money digitally than through their analog business, both in subscriptions and in advertising. And maybe the winner of the pack, I don't know if they're best, but their figures are quite impressive, is the Wall Street Journal. Um, for the Wall Street Journal, 71% of their revenues is coming through digital um, subscriptions and advertising, which is by far the largest piece of money that they bring in. So you, you feel again how this digital acceleration that we had in 2020 is, is resulting more and more in new habits and new behavior. And this is just another evidence of that evolution. Virtual care, uh, medical support from a distance, remote healthcare, it's all on the rise, of course, since the uh, beginning of 2020. It's huge. It works well. It's very efficient, both for the doctor and for the patient. Um, but what we're starting to see now is that it's also burning out doctors. More and more doctors are suffering from a burnout because they, they miss the real-life contact with their patients. They also feel that there's a higher burden of administrational work that comes to these virtual meetings. Um, and I saw this and I was just thinking, you know, we're, we're now a year in this pandemic. And of course, we made the big digital jump forward. Um, but it's more and more clear that technology will not be the challenge for the next year. Uh, we, we got it covered. We know how Teams works. We know how Zoom works. We're, we're, we can buy something online. We have that covered. The problem is the impact on us humans, the mental impact, the psychology behind it, that will be the biggest challenge. And the fact that doctors are now suffering from a burnout, I mean, this research was targeting doctors, but I think if you would copy paste the kind of research that they've done here for doctors to other industries, we would probably see the same effect. And that is a huge challenge that is lying ahead of us. Didi, the Chinese alternative of Uber, is planning to come to Western Europe. They want to uh, come to markets like Germany and UK and France. That will be their first markets where they want to enter uh, Europe. And, and Didi is like the Chinese version of Uber. Um, in, in 2019, more than 500 million people used their service and they had more than 10 billion rides. So that's amazing. And then it dropped, of course, during the first phase of the pandemic. But as soon as China reopened, Didi just took off again and had a massive growth. So you can, you can see how important then going out was again for people in China. And Didi played a crucial role in that. Um, if you ask me what is typical for Didi compared to Uber, it's more or less the same. But the one thing that Didi is really focusing on is predictive behavior. Their dream is that you will have a car instantly when, when you need to go somewhere that that car is already there before you need to go. They want to deliver faster and real-time service. And, and of course, they use data for that. And the truth is many people have some sort of a pattern, right? You, you, you wake up, you walk out, you grab a coffee, and then you um, 
commute to work or you go back to your uh, home office, but there's a certain pattern. And once there's a pattern and once DD can detect the pattern, they can predict when you're going to need a car to a certain location. And they use that data to make sure that everyone can have a car instantly and the waiting time is close to zero. That is like what is typical for them. And now the plan is for them to come to Europe. I don't know how it's going to work. I, you've seen how difficult it was for Uber to enter the European market. Now let's see how uh, us Europeans react to the Chinese counterpart of that and how legislation will react to that. So they're very brave that they're trying this out. Uh, we all know by now that the pandemic created a boost in e-commerce and now the final results are out for uh, 2020. And in 2020 e-commerce grew with 32%. Um, in, in some categories it went down like movie theaters, traveling, um, you know, all the, the industries that were related to, to the pandemic, like concert tickets, things like that. Um, but all the other categories grew. So if you just look at the growth in those categories, it's even larger than the 32%. Um, but anyhow, it's huge. And the total market value for e-commerce is now $791 billion. And some of the huge winners are Amazon, but also Walmart. But maybe my favorite winner in, um, in e-commerce in 2020 is Shopify, the Canadian company that is the largest e-commerce platform in the, in the world. Their stock just exploded in the last couple of years. Um, from that 791 billion, 791 billion, 120 million goes through the Shopify platform. And this is really interesting because most of the time these are incumbents. These are smaller organizations that are using Shopify, which means that more and more smaller organizations are also entering this market. And it's not just the huge players anymore. Of course, they're huge, but the overall, the, the, the long tail of those smaller players is going to be huge. And Shopify is the platform that is, um, that is facilitating that. Um, there was a, another study related to that, that about 40% of the companies in the world is saying that next year, which means this year, 2021, 40% of the companies is investing more in digital marketing. You could say that's a lot. I was surprised. I wonder what the other 60% is thinking at this moment, uh, because it's clear that it's going in that direction and there's no turning back anymore. But the good news is Shopify takes 120 billion of the global e-commerce market. I don't know if you've been following the fight between Facebook, Google and the Australian government. So this is what's going on. Uh, as we know, many people post links to newspapers on Facebook, then people click on it and that's how they get the news. Um, now Australia wants to start with a law that when you publish a link of a publisher on your platform that you need to pay that publisher for it because you're using their content on your platform. So they want them to pay for that. Now, both Google and Facebook have been fighting this law, uh, but Facebook really went all the way. So Facebook said, okay, if this is the case, guys, then it's very simple that we will no longer allow links from Australian newspapers and Australian media on our platform. So last week, no more media links from Australia on Facebook. That is just crazy that this actually happened and this has a severe impact because in Australia they instantly saw that the number that the traffic on their local newspaper sites decreased with 20% in just one week time because you know their biggest traffic builder was just gone from one day to another um, and they were very angry at Facebook uh, but still they're going to pursue with this law they're going to probably talk with Facebook but now what you see is that the the prime minister of Australia is saying okay we have a high level of interest from other countries who also 
are considering to imply the same law. And then you have a whole different ballgame. If more and more countries will follow their lead, imagine what that could mean. And it's, it's, it's a catfight and we're witnessing it. But it's also interesting because more and more you feel that the pressure is being increased towards these big technology companies from, from all different angles from all over the world. So we're moving into this phase where you know, their, their monopolies, the power that they have is being more and more questioned by, by governments, by consumers, by other parties in the ecosystem. And it will not stay like it is. I, I think if we will look back five years from now, their power will be lower than it is today. That's, that's going to be the consequence of all that. So this was my weekly update. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like the video if you did. Share it with your friends and family. Subscribe to the channel and enjoy your weekend. See you again next week, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching.